It's good to be with the people of God here. And this is what I do know. I know that God has sent me here on an assignment to be with you. And to be very honest, I'm always honest, but to be extremely honest, I, I love New Year's being in the, with the people of God. I, even as a child, even when I didn't fully grasp all the things of God, you know, who does, but I always enjoyed being in the house of God on New Year's because it was like the, the beginning of something new. I, 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 I mean, you know, everyone's got their different, I guess, customs or what they prefer. And I don't want to be on a couch. I don't, want, I, don't, I don't even know if they still do the ball anymore. Everything stopped, you know. But I don't want to be anywhere except being in the presence of God as a physical sign that I'm recommitting this next season to the Lord. And so I believe that that's why part of the reason why we're gathered. And, and I always like to take time to, especially December, evaluate what's taking place in my life and begin to lean into the Lord about the next season. And obviously, it's been an interesting, interesting year, hasn't it? But here's what I do know. I, I do know one thing that the Lord has kept emphasizing to me since our world, literally the nations of the world shifted in just a few weeks time. And it's this, that the people of God must stay focused. And I know that's like, uh, I learned that even before COVID, but especially now. So I also learned this, that the things that I learned that the Lord says, make this a part of your life. It should be the life of every believer. Every believer should have, right, a fellowship with the Lord. Every believer should love one another. Every believer should be walking the power. All these things that they, they don't change because the world outside of you changes. Might be shifted, might be tweaked a little bit, but... And then, if things come up in your heart, like fear, worry, what am I going to do? How are we going to do this? Then I've learned that those are the opportunities where you realize, okay, why am I overwhelmed here? What's going on here? Because, and then, you know, sometimes we go, well, you know, the, you know, the election and this and that. Yeah, I know all that. But I'm saying those, see, often I've learned in discipleship, we, we deal with the symptoms, not the root issues. Like that person in your family who really annoys you, that they're not the issue. The issue is something in here that causes you to be really annoyed by them. And they just help amplify what's already on the inside of you. So we have these opportunities for divine exchanges. And I am particularly encouraged by what God is doing in the earth, what he has planned for his people in the earth. And uh, probably since... Uh, 
think it's, I have the exact date written. October the 8th, the Lord just began to speak to me about this new season. So I don't know how much I'm going to share that tonight because sometimes I think I'm going to start somewhere. I don't fully get in there. And I was going to do something different, but I just want to, let's just jump into the word of God tonight. Hmm. Can you just lift your hands with me one more time to sign a surrender? Father, tonight we just come into agreement for words from heaven that change the earth. We thank you, Lord, for what you have planned for tonight. Give people ears to hear, eyes to see what you're doing and how you want to do it in the earth. We ask for all the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation, God. I thank you for every person that's come here tonight, that there is a divine marking for them, God. A divine marking and a divine shifting. Thank you for the angel of revelation that's here tonight. Thank you for healing in this room. Thank you for breakthrough. Increase your presence in this room. And I just declare in the name of Jesus that this room is a room of encounter with you. This room is a room of encounter with you. And Lord, over the next 30 hours in this room, let this be the gate of heaven, the house of God, the place where angels ascend and descend, where a shift takes place, where an earthquake takes place, because of what you've called us to do here together. Thank you, Lord, that we, your people, are not without in this season. In Jesus' name. The Lord says is going to be a new Pentecost in America. Just as it was on the day of Pentecost, when my people heard my voice to go to a place, a specific place, and believe the word of God and trust the word of God and receive something that no other generation has received from the place of prayer, the Lord says, I'm birthing a new Pentecost in America. And the Lord, there's going to be a new Pentecost, says the Lord, but also a righteous judgment and a cleansing in the house of God. I have seen this for months now, and I see it again tonight. I see Jesus with like a righteous gavel, like a judge, and he's putting his gavel and he's releasing his gavel of righteous judgment in America, and he's releasing it on the people of God. And the Lord says, I'm releasing righteous judgment on America 
for the purpose of a cleansing, but a purpose so that my people would be positioned properly so that they would bear fruit that they have not known, and it will come from the place of prayer and intercession. And the Lord says, I'm going to gather as never before the worshipers, the intercessors, the prophets and the apostles. I'm going to gather them from the place of prayer and intercession. And they're going to hear. They're going to hear even as Daniel and his companions heard. They they heard things that no one could understand, but that I could reveal. The Lord says to his people, I am revealing. I excuse me, I am revealing in this season. I am revealing in this season. I am revealing secrets, wisdom. Oh, my people, there are jewels. There are beauties. There are things. There are things that I have ordained for my people. Did I not say to you, call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not. So the Lord says to his people, I'm releasing the hidden things of God. I'm releasing the hidden things of God reserved for this generation. And the Lord says, I don't want this region to be exempt. For there is a time where people have built in this region. They began to build by revelation, but the ways of man began to come in and to stop the building and the proper building of apostolic releasing houses and equipping houses. But the Lord would say to his people here, here in this region, stay the course of what I've called you to do. Stay the course and do not be deterred. Stay in the place. Stay at The Lord says, stay at your battle positions. Stay at your battle positions for the purposes of God. Stay at the watch. Watch and pray. 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 And the Lord says to his people, don't grow weary in well-doing and don't lose the momentum of what I've birthed here. For what I've birthed here is precious and beautiful in my sight. So the Lord says, stay the course in the things of God. Stay the course in the things of God because this is a season of unveiling the beauty of my son as never before. I'm releasing an unveiling of the beauty of my son. I will reveal much. I will reveal great wisdom. Indeed, the wisdom of Proverbs, the eighth chapter. I'll release it to my people as never before so they can navigate the times and the seasons that they live in. But the number one thing I'm building my people on is a revelation of the beauty of my son. Mere boho shoro boyo, mara boyo yo boho shoko boyo ro boyo, mara boyo yo. 
You know, you know, one of the things the Lord says he's releasing judgment on, he's releasing judgment on the ways of man in the body of Christ that causes an ineffectiveness, that causes people to, to grow weird, that causes people to be conditioned to the wrong thing. And the Lord says, I'm bringing a revelation of the beauty of my son. Not only do I want to bring it in this region, says the Lord, I want to bring it to America as never before, a revelation of the beauty beauty of my son, a revelation of a people fascinated with me. So the Lord says, this is a mandate I'm giving even the people of God and in this room and even to the body of Christ in America. Be fascinated with me as never before. Come to me in a place of worship. And I say, I have untold things for you. I have fresh baptisms of fire. For the Lord says the baptism of fire is much more than tongues. It's much more than physical expressions. But it is a baptism of your life where you put my beauty on display, where you live holy and true to who I am. And the Lord says there is a new righteous movement, a new holiness movement coming to the people of God in America as never before. I want to release things in the earth. The Lord says a building grace in the earth to my people to build from one generation to another as never before. One generation to another, one generation to another. Because what has happened is people have built and they've built, but they have not passed it on to the next generation. And so the enemy comes in and destroys what happened in one generation and it blows up the momentum of what I desire to do. But the Lord says there's a reformation generation in the earth today. There's a reformation generation in the earth who will build for 50 and 70 and 80 years into the future for the purposes of God. The Lord says, don't get your wisdom and understanding by what's taking place in the media or what's taking place on social media. But the Lord says, come to me, the one true God, and get your information. Because the Lord says, I am not upset. I am not worried. I am not concerned about the future. Because the Lord says, the future is wondrous for the people of God and for the household of faith. The Lord says, I'm going to cause my people in America to be a peculiar people as never before. For they've been a subculture, but I want to make them the culture of the kingdom as never before. I want them to represent me as never before. 
in every way. I want them to be a city set on a hill. Did I not say to you that you are the light of the world? You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And so may the light shine bright in you as never before. May the light shine bright in you as never before. May you display the beauty and the wisdom of God in everything you touch and everything you do. For the Lord says, all is well in the household of So be encouraged, says the Lord, because there's grace tonight. There's grace tonight. And the Lord says, you may say, I have many things taking place. I feel overwhelmed. But the Lord says, I'm releasing grace to you tonight to press on to the mark of the high calling. One of the challenges, says the Lord, in this region is people become shipwrecked when things become difficult or challenging. But the Lord says, I want to cause you to be a firm people, to stand on a firm place, to stand in the counsel of the Lord. So review what I have said. What have I said over this place? What have I said over your house? What will I do? Because I will be faithful to perform my word. Somebody's being healed of an ear condition. You have like a condition in your ear. The Lord heals you now in Jesus' name. The Lord said, I see this is beautiful. There are like healing angels all across America right now. And the Lord says, there's coming in this nation miracles. Whoa, through the hands of my people. Through the hands of my people as never before, it'll be a resurrection of the healing revival, but it'll be even greater, says the Lord. Physical manifestations, even as my people walk the streets, a glory on my people. There is a glory coming upon my people. There's a glory that I want to put upon my people from the place of intercession and prayer. From the place of sounds happening in the earth and the lightnings of God coming to your life. For there is a door, a door opens in 2021 of the beauty of the Lord to the church in America. A door opens to the beauty of the Lord. The Lord says, all is well in the household of faith. All is well in the household of faith. And the Lord says, I'll perfect that which concerns you. Oh, I got all the money you need. It's lots of money, too. Anamoyo, 
I saw piles and piles of money. The Lord says, I'm going to mark this generation with prosperity, with the purposes never before. But the Lord says it's going to have to start on the inside. It's going to have to start on the inside. It's going to have to start of how you look at each other, how you look at other races, how you look at other people in the body of Christ. So I'll start it on the inside out. And then when I get it on the inside out, it'll touch everything that you touch. Oh, there's people being moved. They're being moved from new places, new directions, new assignments. 2021, new directions, new assignments, new mantles. Oh, there is a roar. There's a roar and a sound that I'm releasing through my people. Tonight in this room, says the Lord, it's a gathering of the seers and the prophets. It's a gathering of the seers and the prophets. Oh, there's such a fire in this room. Receive the fire of God tonight. Mara, oh, stay like children, says the Lord. Stay like children, says the Lord. Stay like children, become The line of the tribe of Judah is coming back to the local assembly, says the Lord. For what you thought you saw some wild things, the Lord says the violence of God, the violence and the roar of the line of the tribe of Judah is coming to the people of God. And you're going to birth. 2021 is the year of birthing. I'm birthing some new things. I'm birthing the seers in the earth as never before. I'm birthing things. I'm birthing things. I'm, I'm birthing things spoken long ago. I'm birthing things that the prayers of the saints, they prayed and they carried on. But you're going to birth them. This generation will birth them as never before. For there is a generation, says the Lord, that's in the earth now that will walk in heavenly things that no other generation has walked in. This generation will be known as a generation of the mystics and the prophets and the word of God. The word and the spirit will merge together. The word and the spirit will merge together. Make my word your highest delight. See it as your greatest substance, says the Lord. Love the word, delight in my word. Let the word of God be your highest delight. Don't turn to the right or to the left. Oh, I see a promise, fulfillment of promises. But not just promises, says the Lord, a new place of living.
Right in the middle of this room, there's like a, the only way I can describe it, it's like a, like a trap door open from heaven, and there's just oil just flowing here tonight. So just receive, whoa, if you'll just receive it by faith, you'll just, fresh oil! Woo! Hey! Haraboyo bo shokoboyo yorobokoyo. Diabetes is being healed. Arthritis being healed. A broken heart being healed. Someone you have like a shooting pain in your neck that comes and goes. The Lord's healing that. Hmm. encourage just put your hands just like this there's just fire just falling on people's hands we just received the fire Ooh. Ooh. I'm telling you whoever that is either you're on the webcast or you're here in this room your lower back is healed tonight be healed <laughs> whoa And tonight, God, we receive the wisdom of God. I'm telling you, there's an angel in this room, and his specific, whoa, his specific assignment is to release wisdom to us tonight. And peace and rest. Maraboho shokoboyo. Mereboyo roboyondoroboyo boboboboyo. Moroboboboyo boboboboyo boboboko. Maraboyo boboyo boko. Oh, this is so cool. I see Jesus. He's holding canvas church just like this. And he's adjusting. Whoa! He's adjusting it tonight to become everything God intends it to be. And he says, I got you. Yeah, you've been through some things, but so have most other places. (laughs) But I'm holding you tonight. I'm holding you tonight. I'm holding you and I'm adjusting you. The Lord says that to every person in this room. I'm holding you and I'm adjusting you. Yereboho shokoboyo. 
I just encourage you, just stay focused on him. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7. What things were given to me, I have counted a loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord from whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as a loss of all things for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may obtain resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I have obtained or am already perfected, but I press on. That word press, part of the definition of that word press is focus. That I may lay hold of that which for Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to, act, to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And the Lord says there's a whole generation in the earth right now Oh, I see them. They're reformers in the church. They're cutting edge pioneers like John the Baptist. They're Apostle Paul's bringing apostolic order and birthing heavenly realities in the earth. But they're also going to come in the marketplace. They're going to be Joseph's. They're going to be Daniel's. They're going to be educators. And they're in the earth. And there is a grace on them to go with the torch, to carry what God is doing in the earth. They'll go with the torch, and they'll release fire in the earth, and they will reshape the earth for the purposes of God. I see this big, uh, big, big book. It's like an Ancient of Days book. And it's a history that God wants to write through his people. And the Lord says, I'm looking for people of boldness, of grace, and faith to step into the stage of history, to write my story for this time, to write my story. But I want it. they must go forth in power, in boldness, in fire for the purposes of God. They're going to press on to the mark of the high call. They're going to press on to the mark of the high call. And there are words. There are words that need to be spoken. There are words that need to be spoken in this season.
There are words that need to be spoken in this season. Jeremiah chapter 1. Verse 9. Then the Lord put his put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, He said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set this day, I have set you over, see this day, I set you over nations and over kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy and throw down, to build and to plant. 2021 is the year of the mouth. And there are words that God has his people to speak in this season. There are prayers that, you know, I've learned, it's a really good thing I've learned. Everything that God has asked us to do, he's given us the power to do. You should have said amen to that. Joe, say amen. Help me. A little encouragement here, Joe. That's true, right? And walking with God is this beautiful thing, right? Christ in you, seated with Christ in heavenly places. You're on this earth, but you're in this dialogue between the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. And then they give you these words to speak, these words to say, these words to express as you capture what they're saying. Uh, I, I was driving here today, and I got like this phrase from the Lord about praying for something's particular. And sometimes I just start repeating that phrase, and it does something because it, it does two things. Because how many times I, I experience this almost on a daily basis? God speaks to you something so far beyond where you're living. He's like, "I'm going to do this for you," and you're like, "Whoa!" And your your heart goes, "Yes," and your mind goes. There's no way. But then there's this beautiful process. Sometimes it clicks, but sometimes it's over weeks and months and years of hearing it over and over and over and over again. And it's not that you didn't believe it the first time. You said yes the first, hopefully you said yes the first time. <laughs> but it goes from here to here, and then what's in here defines everything out there. Your heart is supposed to define everything in your world. What do you mean by define? With the heart, right, one believes, and with confession, something is made unto righteousness. So you believe it in your heart, you probably really don't believe it unless you've said it with your heart. That's why, that's why like walking with the Lord is like the coolest thing because he will easily identify what you really believe and what you don't believe. How do you know? You're like, I have no fear. And then, then he'll like present you with a situation. You're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then you go, I have fear. And he, 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 
you know, it's not that he's mean or cruel, but he will literally order your steps to identify areas in your life that need adjusting. You're like, I love everyone. And then you get that really mean person next to you at work. And so he gives you this opportunity to adjust. And then as you adjust your heart, you begin to react to the world around you correctly. But there are words. I'm telling you, there are words in this season that God has for the people of God to speak. There's somewhere in my journal. Here it is. This is a season in the earth in which I desire to establish my people by the words of their mouth. I have untold reserves of solutions which bring victory for my people but they must be established by words. They must believe what I speak and say what they believe to see that which I have preordained for my people in this season. I'm releasing messengers and fivefold ministers in the earth who will carry and release my words to the body of Christ and the nations of the earth as never before. Do not despise my words or the words of my servant in this season and my people must be defined by the words they speak, must claim words. So let my word be established in your mouth. And let me, let me just pause here because I sense this, and I, I've been feeling this uh, probably for two or three months. There is a, I don't know how to put it. Um, I do know how to put it. There's like an assassination against the prophetic voice especially in America, to mock the prophet's words. I'm not saying that people can't miss it or anything like that. There's, that's, there's, that's a different discussion. But there's, there's a... Um, okay, I got it. There's two stories in the Bible that are really interesting. One is Gabriel going to Zacharias. He comes in the temple, and he goes, and by the way, he says, this is really interesting. He calls, Luke calls Zacharias a righteous man. And he says to him, he says, uh, your, you, you, the scripture calls him a righteous man. He goes, oh, your prayers have been answered. Awesome. The child you've been believing for, your wife is pregnant. And he gives this amazing word about John the Baptist. And Zechariah, it's amazing. Oh, this is it right here. He's praying a prayer, and he's believing God for something, yet in the middle of that, something has broken in his heart. And now when Gabriel comes to him, 
he has this brokenness in him that he has an inability to realize the, he has an inability to receive what God wants to give him in that moment. There's a brokenness and he goes, how can this be? He asks the angel this question. And the response of the angel goes, God's like, yeah, tell him he can't talk because he, so, he is so broken in this place. He has lost hope in this place that I can't let him say anything or else it might abort what I just gave him. It's fascinating. Then the very next story is really interesting, though. Gabriel goes to Mary. You're with child. How can this be? You know, I've never, never done that. She asked Gabriel a question, and she still gets to speak after Gabriel speaks to her. So what am I saying? I'm saying that sometimes a questioning of God is defined by the motive that we challenge God, and there's an unclean motive going after the prophetic voice in America right now because of a lot of the questions that we have. And I just would encourage you to guard your heart against that unclean thing that tries to, because here's what the enemy wants to do. It wants to keep you from receiving the words that you need to move ahead in the purposes of God. And I have news for you that if a certain person or ministry or group of people missed it, God is really good at dealing with them himself. And he doesn't need our help. So it's like, what do you think about that? Said, it's not my, not my business. Now, I, I, I'm brought into lots of different things. and We have discussions and we're all open to learning and growing and bringing correction where it's needed. But the point is, a life principle for me is, it's really healthy for my, me not to give an opinion on something I know very little about. Here's another little, little trick of the enemy. Joe, I don't know if you've noticed this. The enemy loves half-truth and twisting truth. Kind of like this example. I think Santa Claus is okay. And the other person goes, oh, they worship Santa Claus. Little half-truth that's twisted to cause the, the wrong reality about something to take place. Hey, Joe, did you hear, you hear what that church down the road did or what that pastor did? Half-truth. Why? Because it wants you to have a judgment against what through through the lens of what you just heard and now you're stuck because you have an unclean thought about something you don't even know and it's affecting how you're walking with the lord i wasn't planning on going all there but in this season I want to define my people by coming into an elevated place of sonship, discipleship, 
and authority. Do not cease to build your life on the gift of faith on the inside of you. My people must learn to walk by faith and not by sight as never before. My faith given to my people is precious and given to receive and to overcome every obstacle that would ever come against them. So trust me, speak my words, allow the gift of faith to be your anchor in this world. Allow yourself to grow in faith through practical action. For there is a life I have predestined for my people during this specific time. I desire my people to go into a place they've never been before. But it will be like Peter, who saw me on the water, and I invited him into that same place where I was standing. I want to cause my people to walk where they've never walked before, but to step into the place that I desire for them to go. They must hear and obey and stay focused and consume with what I have spoken. This is a season in which I want to define my people by walking in places the intellect cannot imagine, but is my people's portion in this season. This will be a season of divine overcoming for my people. I am provision. I have abundance. I have fruitfulness for all that you would ever need or want. So keep your focus on me and know that I am the author and the finisher of your faith. Prosperity will be my people's portion, not simply for the purpose of prosperity, but for the sake of the world. For the sake of humanity and love for my people, my pe for, for my love for the world, my people must prosper in this hour. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Let's just pause here. Thank you, God. There's just a release of God's peace and fire in this room. I just encourage you to lift your hands. There's someone in this room, um, there's like a constant attack on your mind, on confusion in your mind. And the Lord is just, whoa, delivering you right now. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free. There's someone I believe in your room, you battle night terrors. And the Lord is freeing you from that tonight. Thank you, God. I keep seeing that lower back being healed, so just be healed in Jesus' name. 
be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you, God. Hmm. Thank you, God. There's just a release of the fire of God. If you just want to receive the fire of God, I just encourage you to stand on your feet. There's a marking tonight. I just want to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just release... Whoa, fresh, whoa, fresh fire, the Holy Spirit on your people. Whoa. Thank you, God. Fresh fire, fresh oil, and a wind, and a peace, and a marking. And a crossing over in the spirit. Crossing over in the spirit. I see tonight, I just see tonight that as we enter into the new year, there's like a physical act that God wants us to do in this room of just moving out of our seat and just coming here forward and I just see just anything not from heaven is going to, whoa, is going to be left in that place. And there's a marking to enter into 2021 in a new place. So I'm just going to count to three. And you want to agree with that? I just encourage you to just get out of your seat and just come forward. One, two, three, just come.